0: What's up, guys? Happy Monday. New week, new opportunities. Hope everyone had a good weekend. Uh, Special thanks to topnotchodds.com. I started using topnotchodds earlier this year. Topnotchodds.com is an online sports book that I added. Uh, It's one of several now that I use. And the reason I use multiple online sports books is because it really helps to shop around. If you're only using one website to make your bets, you're doing yourself a disservice. I guarantee you're going to lose money in the long run. Lines are different, prices are different every single book you look at. So do yourself a favor. We all know how it's very thin margin for error around here, right? We don't have a lot of wiggle room. So do yourself a favor and add 10, 15 cents on the dollar just by shopping around every game. And if you do add a sports book, I highly recommend topnotchodds.com. If you put in promo code SHARPEDGE, Uh, First of all, that lets them know that you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast, but also you can get up to a 200% deposit bonus with very good rollovers. Online, topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NHL Monday. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, so on today's show, we're going to go over division power rankings, the best division and the worst division in hockey, and let you guys know how that ties into different handicapping tactics. All right, so let's get right into it. Hope you all had a good weekend. And uh, as we said, I know it was kind of rough in the NA or the NFL. You guys withstood that, had a good weekend in hockey, and we'll hit the ground running on a Monday, a few games tonight. As well. All right. So, like I said, power ranking the different divisions in hockey. How would you guys right now have the Atlantic, Metro, Pacific, and Central one through four? We're gonna do that, and uh, well, frankly, that's really all we have to go into today. No, no big, really noteworthy uh, pieces of uh, information. I mean, Montreal signed Ilya Kovalchuk over the last week. That's not that big of news. A lot of people think that he's gonna help Montreal. I think if you've been out of the NHL for five years and you've been a healthy scratch last season with the Los Angeles Kings, you probably don't have that much to offer for a Montreal team fighting for a playoff spot. But Kovalchuk does have the name. A lot of people are happy he's back in the NHL. So that, that happened. So there's that. Um, and then there's been a lot of rumblings lately about how goalies have been used by coaches. And I actually agree and understand with that. And for anyone out there who handicaps hockey or enjoys watching hockey, you'll know this is actually one of the more one of the bigger deals that really never gets talked about within the NHL is how certain coaches use their goalies. And that's something I pay very close attention to. You have to. You know, It's interesting. Some some coaches, like uh, Barry Trotz for New York, he per- really prefers Grice and Varlamov alternate back-to-back nights. And there's other coaches who just prefer to have their starting goalie, and then the backup will go every four or five games. So it's different, even team to team, how these backup goalies are utilized. And it's funny. When you go from a backup on one team to a backup on another team your role may completely change just based on how that team observes their backup goalie or how they look at their their starter so I know there's been a lot of talk about that lately. I don't think there's been any coach in particular who's done a good or I mean, really great or bad job handling any goalies this year. These things are all discussed before the season starts. Usually, they understand what goalie is going to get the workload. Injuries obviously play a big part in that. But uh, with all with that being made such a big deal last week, I wanted to come out and say I didn't think that the coaches were making that big of an error with any of the kind of handling of the goalies. All right, uh, let's get into our power ranking of. Uh, The divisions, this is just going to go through all four divisions in the NHL and let you guys know what I think, division by division. We're about the halfway point in the season, so I thought this would be a good time to do this. All right, let's start off with the last. We'll go reverse order here. The worst division in hockey is, of course, the Pacific Division. Now, I know the Pacific has made changes. They were a laughingstock the last couple years in the NHL. I will admit to that. But this year is a little different. Now, the Golden Knights still lead the Pacific, but teams like the Arizona Coyotes and Vancouver Canucks, and frankly, I'll put the Edmonton Oilers er, on that list, they're changing the perception for how hockey's played on the West Coast. For years and years and years, it was whoever came out of the Central was going to advance in the playoffs and at least out of the West, and that's not the case this year. The Golden Knights have clearly proven that when push comes to shove, they can win and play good defensive hockey in the playoffs. The Coyotes are a very real team. Vancouver Canucks, one of the best young cores in hockey. Edmonton, you know, we've been talking about Edmonton since the drop of the puck this season on this show. Uh, I'm not as big of a fan on Calgary or the LA Kings, but look, the Sharks and Ducks, although they're not going to even come close close to the playoffs this year, these two teams are improving, a lot of young talent. I think the Pacific, even though I have them worst division in hockey, they are getting better. They are making improvements. I think notably the Arizona Coyotes, the Pacific division, my worst division in hockey. All right, let's go to number three, Out of four, I'm going to go the Metro Division. Now, the Metro's top-heavy, okay? Washington Capitals right now lead it, uh, as we do this show on January 6th. Washington Capitals lead it, 63 points. Pittsburgh in second, New York Islanders in third. Okay, those three teams are very, very good. I may even say elite. I love all three of those teams. But when you look past those three, question marks start to come up all, all over the place. Right now, the fourth place team in that division is the Carolina Hurricanes, and I do not like Carolina. Philadelphia, good start to the year. They're going to fall off. The Blue Jackets just don't have the offense to keep up. And then the Rangers and Devils, both New York teams, are the worst in the Metro. Not very good at all. So while the Metro, not as bad as the Pacific, because I think the top three teams are so good, and frankly, the middle is not as bad or the the bottom is not as bad as the Pacific, the Metro still needs some work. And if I look at Carolina, Philly, Columbus, the two New York teams, they got a long ways to go to start competing. I like Washington. I like Pittsburgh. I like New York. But overall, the Metro certainly number three in the power ratings. All right, number two in the NHL Power Ratings. We are going to go the Atlantic Division and the East. So the Metro in the East made the third, or made number three, and the Atlantic in the uh, East will make number two. Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Okay, you talk about three elite teams like we just did in the Metro. Uh, Those three teams may be some of the— I mean, they may be the best three teams in hockey right now. Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, by the way, for the slow start they had, they're 8-1-1 their last 10 games. Best defense in hockey since the the last month and a half. And if I look at the Florida Panthers, they kind of tease us every year because they start off pretty good and then fade. I haven't seen the fade. I haven't seen that. I really think that having Joel Quenville has made a big difference. Fuck Sergei Bobrovsky. That has made a negative net EV if you're talking about... Florida and what to expect from them this year. He's been terrible, but Quenville behind the bench has been all the difference. And they're right now fourth in their division. Buffalo Sabres, better year this year, fast start. They're, they're tapering off a little bit, but a good young team. You got the Montreal Canadiens, who I can't believe they're third to, to the last in the Atlantic division. That shows how tough that division is. And, of course, the uh, Senators and Red Wings, two of the worst teams in hockey, rounding things up. But overall, the Atlantic division, very, very good. They got teams at the top, teams in the middle. Fins to the left, fins to the right. All right. And number one in the division power rankings, we are going the central division. No surprise here. Best division in hockey now for quite a while. I question this at about a month and a half, month in the season, okay? I was wondering, is the Central really the best division in hockey and through the course of the season? They've proven to me they are again. The Blues, Avs, Stars, Winnipeg Jets, and Nashville Predators. Okay, All five of those teams I think could definitely make a strong case that they are absolutely a playoff team right now. Now you look at the points, Nashville is going to have a harder time doing that because they're second to last in the Central but then you take a closer look and they're only seven points behind the Stars who are in third place. So anything can still happen in the Central Division because there's so much talent within that division. I like all of these teams. I like to bet on all of these teams. The Blues, the Avs, the Stars, the Jets, even the Minnesota Wild. Hell, even the worst team in the Central, the Chicago Blackhawks, have their moments. They're seven and three in their last 10 Chicago wins. So for those who say the Central's gone, the Central, a bunch of has-beens, or or that's how it used to be, I don't think so. I think they are very, very good. So again, the Pacific, I had number four. The Metro, I had number three. The Atlantic, I had number two. And the Central, I had number one for my power rankings. And that uh, does it for today's show. Quick little uh, power ranking show. Not too bad. Hope everybody has a good night of bets. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sharp Angle.